On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most inspired visionaries on the planet in lighthearted, lively dialogue. Join us as we explore the expansive nature of reality in a down-to-earth way, offering you insights and tools, empowering you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Now, here's your host, Christine Upchurch. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I'm so grateful you joined us here today. You might be listening live in the Seattle area on uh, AM 1150 KKNW. You might be listening live anywhere around the world on Transformation Talk Radio or Blog Talk Radio. Or you might be listening after the fact on one of the 50 different podcasts this ends up. But wherever and whenever you're listening uh, to this, you're going to be grateful you joined us. We are going to be talking about something that people who are on their conscious journeys rarely speak about in public, and what I'm talking about is spiritual burnout. But before I get into that, I want to say hello to the man behind the technology who makes my job so much easier, Mr. Benny Mathers. Good morning, Benny. Hey, Christine. How's it going? Yeah, well, it's it's going. It's uh, yeah. mm-hmm. still snowy, snowy, snowy. Yeah, so, so basically you and a lot of others are suffering from snow burnout. I mean, I, I think that's basically what we're experiencing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And... Uh, you know, it's. I think over the last week and a half, two weeks, we have gotten 30 inches here. Wow! And, that's the yeah. most I've ever heard. Yeah. And Ooh. the fact is, they, they don't plow down this way. And so... Um, Who do I need to talk to up there? Well, yeah. Uh-huh. King County, apparently, they, they've reduced their um, the amount of roads, the percentage of roads that they uh, plow because of some sort of decrease in funding back in 2010, so 15% of the roads get um, plowed and sanded. How dare they? I know. Don't they know your priority on their list? (laughs) Come on! Yes, yes. I'll make some calls. Oh, thank you, Betty. You're welcome. But besides snow burnout, there is this thing called spiritual Mm -hmm. burnout, or at least that's the way I refer to it. You know, maybe you've been going along on your conscious journey, psycho-spiritual, expansive journey, for, I don't know, a few years, a few decades, and you feel like you've hit a wall. And the things that used to feel sacred or special or made you feel blissful just are kind of like a little blasé. You may be suffering from spiritual burnout. Today, I'm going to be talking with Kate Montana, and she and I are going to be chatting about what spiritual burnout is, what are some of the signs and symptoms, what are the underlying causes and how this is here to serve you and to serve us collectively to move us forward in new ways. And I'm really excited about having Kate Montana here again. She is an amazing author. She is the author of Unearthing Venus, The E-Word, and co-author of The Heart of the Matter with Dr. Darren Weissman. Um, She's got her master's degree in humanistic psychology and transpersonal and transcendent consciousness. Oh, sorry. I'm reading this wrong. She writes and teaches about the ego, transpersonal and transcendent consciousness, quantum physics, and evolution. She's been a journalist for almost 30 years, and um, she writes for a couple of different really prestigious journals. One is Psychology Today, and the other is What Doctors Don't Tell You, Lynn McTaggart's journal, journal out of the UK, and she also blogs for the Huffington Post. She's now living in Hawaii. I'm so jealous. I'd like to welcome our guest today, Kate Montana. Hi, Kate. Hi, Christine. <laughs> well, it's snowing in Maui, too, so hey. <laughs> that is so bizarre. Is it snowing at ground level, or is it just up in the mountain? It's up in the mountain. It, um, it has never snowed, apparently, in Hawaiian history below the 8,000-foot elevation, and it snowed at 6,000 feet a couple of days ago, and we got another six inches last night. That's amazing. You know, <laughs> global cooling. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, if you... Um, have watched, what is it called, The Day After Tomorrow, that movie. They talk about global warming leading to global, you know, mini ice, ice ages. Yeah. Um, or listen to the Cryon channeling. They talk about uh, how we may be headed into a mini ice age. And at this moment in time, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. 
Well, I'm so glad you wanted to talk about this. This is such an amazing topic, and you're right, Christine. I, I, you know, in private conversations, people talk about this, but rarely publicly. Yeah, so let's come out of the closet about it today, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kate, you know, you shared your story um, with me, and I would love it if you could share with our listeners um, how things have unfolded for you. Now, you're you know, a very successful writer, uh, wonderful teacher. You've, you've got your pulse on the consciousness movement in a variety of ways. And even you, too, have suffered from some of this burnout. Can you tell us a little bit about your story? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like I got my act together. <laughs> you know, what goes on behind the curtain. <laughs> We're so trained to put on a good, a, good, a good face. And especially in the spiritual community, especially if, you know, you've, you've got chapters addressing you as a spiritual luminary and you've got books out there and you're teaching and you're doing uh-huh. podcast shows. And right? it's like, yeah, you got to have it all together. you got to have the answers all the time. And it gets exhausting because I'm human, we're all human, and God, I, think it, I think a lot of the burnout, frankly, if I could sum it up um, in a few words, Christina, I think it's just exhaustion from thinking that we have to have all the answers all the time. And to oh. and to seek those answers, and and then once we once we've got the answer, oh well, I know what the soul is. Oh well, I know what quantum physics says. And then uh-huh. we have all these answers, and they think and we think because I know. All right, I'm going to do the stop the we pronoun and go to I. I thought I had because I had all the answers. That was it. And right. then I looked at my life, and it was like I was still Kate Montana. I was still the same person. I was still getting freaked out about money if, you know, I lost a job or if somebody hurt my feelings and, and I was still so vulnerable and I was still so driven by my ego. And I was like, oh, my God, well, now what? If the answers, and I've got all of them, just just ask me. I've got all the answers. <laughs> if, that, if, that, if that didn't shake the tree and make a profound difference in my life so that, I was what we're all apparently striving for, which is to be these enlightened, amazing, happy beings, mm-hmm. uh, fulfilled, et cetera, and at a relative peace in our hearts. And I'm like, oh, my God, well, the answers sure aren't it, but then what? So, yeah, yeah I got really burned out with answers in a, in a hurry, Christine. Right. And so it's, it's been an up-and-down um, up sleigh ride, I must admit. Um, I think there are a lot of people out there right now who um, have felt like we're on this this precipice of amazing change on our planet. And, 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 you know, people are starting to say, hey, Mom, are we there yet? Hey, Mother Earth, are we there yet? And they're really frustrated by the external circumstances as well as some of these circumstances within their own life, like, if, mm-hmm. if I've got so many answers, if I'm so evolved or I've, I've done so much inner work, then shouldn't I stop having these issues with, you know, abundance or um, with um, issues with my mate or whatever it is, like, it's still not fixed. We're still not there yet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it, as I say, it has been kind of a, a roller coaster. I, the first 10, 15 years of my spiritual pursuit, and that's an interesting word, pursuit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's right up there with seeking. You know, it's me, Kate Montana, apparently a separate ego, and that's because that's how I per- perceive myself, uh-huh. chasing an ideal, right? pursuing an ideal of something that apparently I haven't manifested yet, that I'm not. And, mm-hmm. boy, I was on it. <laughs> I was yeah. one of those people who, I mean, I, I meditated sometimes 10 hours a day. I oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I, sometimes I, I would go for 48 to 72 hours just taking like a half-hour break at midnight for, for a bathroom break and, and a little handful of food, and then I'd go back into meditation. I took this stuff seriously. I did, <laughs> I did the cave pursuit. I, I did the, you know, I did everything but go to India and live in a loincloth. <laughs> and so uh, so the first 10 15 years i was just on it 
So being in pursuit completely occupied my mind. And I thought I was getting somewhere, again, because I would read all these books and I would get all these answers. And then, of course, how wonderful and delicious. We've all had these amazing, mind-shattering experiences, even if it's just the briefest glimpse in meditation, um, that, wow, the window opens for a moment. And we're heartened and we're given, we're given a little bit pe- a taste of paradise. And, you know, and then the pursuit becomes even more fevered, at least it was for me. Mm-hmm. And it culminated for me in a, what I can only call, uh, awakening uh, right. back in 2007, where the ego dropped completely. I, I didn't, I, quote unquote, didn't come out of meditation at all. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was just the whole, I was the is, I was intelligence with no, with no boundary or uh, or even a name. I mean, I could remember the name Kate Montana, and I certainly was aware of everything that that my personality and my life had contained. But it wasn't me. It was it was a joke. <laughs> it was very funny. But then I came back after three days, and what was I supposed to do with that? And right. I was still left with me. And I that was the profound starting in two thousand seven. That was the profound first place I ever really after. After, hmm, I'm going to use the word attain, and attain is just the wrong word because mm-hmm. enlightenment isn't something we can attain. Right. That's, that's part of that pursuit thing, that yep. seeking thing, that, that means I, Kate, I who am separate, a human being, am pursuing and attaining enlightenment, another state of mind. Unfortunately, that pursuit just means that I'm concretizing, I'm solidifying even more the personality structure of Kate that is doing the pursuing of, of attaining enlightenment. Oh, yeah, that's a profound point. And um, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about the, 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 the seeking, the pursuing, and how that might be the old-fashioned way to experience spirituality or the wholeness of who we are. Stay tuned for more with the wonderful Kate Montana here in just a few moments. Learn to live in the light and unveil the authentic you with a time of healing radio with me, Felistiana, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in every third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as I help listeners understand sacred fusion energy and how to connect to the spirit that fuels the very life we live. Explore the journey of spiritual transcendence and ultimately discover the path to peace, love, purpose, and wholeness. For more information, visit atimeofhealing.com. I'm Peggy Snow with another Stellar Reflections Minute. Presence, or what we think of as being fully in the moment, is a key element in the process of healing work. As a practitioner facilitating a session, genuine presence takes us out of our heads where we tend to decide what is and maybe what should be for the client and moves us into direct experience where we're available to witness the person in their wholeness. In this receptive realm, our senses are heightened and expanded, allowing us to perceive what's seeking to unfold and to interact in the moment. There's something profoundly powerful that happens when healing is approached in this simple, pure way. Balance can be restored and healing can take place on multiple levels. If you'd like more information about the services we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Are you ready to finally feel empowered and knowledgeable in your political stance? Let Marsha Padilla Goad educate you on exactly how important grassroots advocacy is in a relatable way to all perspectives. Tune in to Grassroots Advocacy Radio with Marsha every first Tuesday of the month at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Visit DynamicsInPublicAffairs.com. What is holding you back from living the life you are meant to live? Why is it vital to believe in something bigger than yourself? Are you in physical or emotional pain? Tune in monthly to Vibrant Purposeful Living. Awaken the vibrant life within you with Lou Paradise and Dr. Pat on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Lou's passion is to help everyone experience positive solutions for life. Find out more about Lou with Vibrant Purposeful Living at LouParadise.com.
On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk radio. Welcome back to the Christine Upchurch Show here on KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. You know, Kate, before the break, you were talking about how you had done all this pursuing, and then you had these few days when you sort of melted Kate away, mm-hmm. and then you came yes. back. What, yes. what happened when you sort of came back into Kate, the ego, the the human having a this, you know, the, the spiritual being having that human experience. Um, How did you deal with it? I was freaking depressed. <laughs> oh. I, I was so depressed. I was devastated, Christine. Because, and, and, and the thing that devastated me the most is that I realized that there was nothing I, as Kate Montana, could possibly do to get myself back to that enlightened state because the enlightened state was the absence of myself so to reiterate you know that whole dynamic that i'd spent 15 years pursuing enlightenment so that kate montana would be enlightened and then to realize that kate montana really didn't exist it was just a thought in my head it had no reality and then to come back and still be stuck in that reality was just yeah it was incredibly depressing but I, I think that, and, and that's when I hit my first real spiritual burnout place, mm-hmm. because it was like I'd done everything, the, the, the door had opened, I'd walked in the meadow for three days, and then all of a sudden I was locked out again, mm-hmm. and I gave up. I was so depressed. I was depressed for years, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I think actually, in a way, nine years later, I'm only just now coming out of the depression. Wait, seriously. That's but, amazing. Yeah, it really is, and it and, and, and it's it's okay to talk about as long as it's past tense. But by God, when you're in a nine-year valley, that is pretty <laughs> that's pretty painful. But you know, Christine, there there really was a light at the end of the tunnel, and the and the truth of it was is that I had been given the key, and the key was I couldn't do anything. Yes, yes, yes. You know, Kate, it, it, when I talk about um, some of the downsides of seeking or pursuing our spiritual nature, I, mm-hmm. I talk about how it relates to the, the very male way we've been going about it. We've been seeking like hunters, and in fact, the way we sort of access that, that multidimensionality is more easily accessed when we seek like gatherers, where we're mm-hmm. just sort of wandering along in our lives in the fullness of who we are, including the, all the humanness and the ego, but we have this awareness, and it's like, oh, you know, there's something coming in here. You've got this awareness of this, this deep connection or this interesting coincidence, and, and it's kind of like um, it's a totally different approach to pursuing that connection. Oh, God, absolutely. You know, it's just like the difference between, well... We have executive burnout, and spiritual burnout is the same thing. It's directly proportional to the amount of effort and work and intellectual pursuit and, and as you say, a very um, hunter, masculine, um, attack, aggressor energy that, that we dedicate to this. And I had spent 15 years in that energy, and then what I was left with in the denouement was... Um, realizing I could absolutely do nothing. Mm-hmm. And yes, that was that was depressing as hell for my ego, but it really is the key. It has been for me. Um, and yes, it's taken another nine years, but of not doing anything. Yes, and right. for a driven A type A personality to uh-huh. quote unquote not do anything. Again, I've written books, yes I do this, I that, I, I do talks and, and but like compared to where I was I'm not doing anything. <laughs> yes, yes. And and you and I have talked about how I like I was so driven myself and very mission based and you know, I, I taught thousands around the world to facilitate healing 
And it was like, I, I loved that role. And then after I got off of that, and you know, I, I sort of pulled away some, some healing sessions and moved to coaching and workshops and that sort of thing. It's like, eventually I got to this place where it's like, eh, I don't know if I really want to do this anymore. In fact, yeah. I don't even know who I am in relationship mm-hmm. to all that. And it was, I, I liken it to being this difference between like getting into a motorboat with navigation software on your boat where you know exactly where you're going via GPS to like being out on a raft <laughs> and just trying to stay afloat and not have mm-hmm. any idea what shore you're going to get washed to. Oh, absolutely. You know, because all that, all those, the GPS device and the absolute, this is what I'm doing and this is where I'm going and I know where I'm headed. You know, that is all symptomatic of a very solid, boundaried ego. Mm. <laughs> I am going to do this. I know yeah. where I'm headed. I am going right. to accomplish X, Y, Z because this is for the good of the planet or whatever excuse we're handing ourselves to. Sure. To allow ourselves to feel good about the pursuit and wow that it, it, it it's so subtle because what you're talking about is the difference between as you say the the hunter with the arrow and the spear and mm-hmm. the gatherer who gatherer who is gathering life yeah. you know it's not about it's, it's the difference between the journey and trying to the end versus the means the journey versus the end it's like right Forget the end. You don't know what the end is going to be. And, yeah. you know, and, and, and from my personality, from my limited human experience and intellectual mind frame, the end that I can predict and pursue and desire, they only come from my limited memory-based mind. Mm-hmm. And if I drop all of that, which is scary as hell, but it opens up the rainbow. It opens up the, the treasure chest, the pot of gold that is at the uh, that's not at the end of anything. It's just an ongoing trail that leads us into forever. Right. And so and that's a totally different mindset. Yeah. So you know, I at the beginning we were talking about how people may kind of quietly talk about this privately. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking about this more publicly today. What can you share with our listeners? What you think some of the signs and symptoms are that somebody's experiencing spiritual burnout? Yeah, um, depression is one. Um, mm. on, ennui, boredom. Everything is still the same. That and that's frightening and that's depressing. It After is. putting so much work and effort and and and, and God knows how much money into seminars and lectures and webinars and, and retreats and to still be in the same place. And so I think depression is a is a huge one. I think a fixation on knowing the answers and by God, I this is what I've come to. I've got my degree in spirituality and I'm mm-hmm. sticking to it. No right. matter how depressed I am, I'm not going to really acknowledge that. It's all sweetness and light and I'm a happy person. And if I say it enough times and make enough positive affirmations then by God, maybe that'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing, perhaps, is is letting go, letting go of spiritual practices. I know for a long yeah. time yeah. I, I let uh, my meditation practice slide. After um, after that three day uh, awakening, um, for years I just I just let all of that go. It seems because I was I was stuck. I, you know, and it's kind of like being between a rock and a hard place. You realize that. There's nothing you can do, so uh-huh. don't do anything. But right. that's depressing to the ego, which is doing-oriented. Yeah. So to, And so I let go of doing, including meditate, for years. And it's only been the last two years um, that I have come full circle and gone, oh, wow, this is such a doorway. This is the meditation is the key. That internal, that that internal turning within to whatever that that bigger vista is, and opening ourselves to that bigger vista within us, because it's all about what's within us. It has nothing to do with what's outside. And I think you know another another indicator of spiritual burnout, Christine, is that 
you know, okay, so we think we've got all the answers. Nothing has really changed, so I'm sticking mm-hmm. to the answers. I'm going to make myself feel good about this because I'm supposed to be happy because I'm a spiritual person, right? Right. So, you know, so then I think we can get fixated on doing, being out in the world. I know X, Y, Z, and I'm going to, by God, teach it. I'm yeah. going to set the world yeah. aright. Um, I've gotten this far up the mountain, and I'm not even going to think about the rest of the journey because I've been trying to get there for 20 years or 10 years or 30 years. You know, so we get locked into what we know, our answers, and then we get locked into doing around those answers. And then you wake up dead one morning. (laughs) You know, your whole life is gone. Oh, my God, what happened? (laughs) You know, I I had a coaching client who um, had been doing spiritual practice for probably 40, 45 years. And she said that the things that used to feel so sacred don't feel sacred anymore. How can she get it back? And I said, maybe you're not supposed to get it back. And stop trying, you know, because um, it's, you know, what, what if instead of feeling the sorts of things that we used to feel in, say, meditation or um, as we do other kinds of spiritual practices, that, that feeling of, oh, this is so special... What if instead the next stage of our evolution is just this connection to the quantum field as we go about our life? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe we shouldn't be stuck with um, how we've viewed it in the past. We, we have to go to another quick break, but um, stay tuned for more of this wonderful conversation with Kate Montana. Are you ready for unfiltered gratitude, unfiltered frequency, and unfiltered creation? Then don't miss Mike Murphy Unfiltered on TransformationTalkRadio.com Thursday from 12 to 2 Pacific Time as Mike Murphy and a cast of powerful guests discuss and demonstrate the principles and practices of the creation frequency. Tune in to unleash the power of your mind. Open the immense energy of the heart to manifest an awesome life filled with true health, wealth, confidence, gratitude, and joy. Unfiltered truth and unfiltered frequency to uncover and let go of limiting beliefs and access your powerful intentions that resonate out into the universe with Mike Murphy Unfiltered. For more information on Mike and his work, visit his website at MikeMurphyUnfiltered.com. Imagine that you can create anything you choose. Literally, imagine it. Join us to explore the neuroscience of imagination, intention, and ClearSpeak. Tune in to ClearSpeak Talk Radio with Dr. Ned Wolf on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Every fourth Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, as she explores how your inner dialogue, your conversations, and the words you choose to use can help set goals you keep, achieve greater health and resources, and feel the ease and flow of loving your life. For more information, visit JeanetteWolf.com. What is a brilliant culture, and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. Years ago when facing cancer, without any immediate treatment options, I sought healing by making various life changes. For a while, I followed a very restrictive diet. I often found myself obsessing about which foods were good and which ones were bad. Then one day I realized I was consuming foods based on fear, fear of not getting well. But I didn't want to make choices out of fear anymore. I decided it was far better for my immune system if I allowed myself to experience the joy that came from, say, eating frozen yogurt than it was for me to ingest the fear that came from avoiding it. Now, instead of choosing healthy habits based on fear, I try to make choices because they feel right and ultimately bring me joy and ease. How many of your healthy habits are really based on fear? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Welcome back to the Christine Upchurch Show here on KKNWN Transformation Talk Radio. If you'd like to listen to this again or share this with a friend after the fact, within a day from ChristineUpchurch.com, you will go to the radio archives and you'll be able to share away. 
an important conversation that we're having here today with Kate Montana. We are talking about spiritual burnout. Now, Kate, you and I on the break were talking a little bit about um, how people will be doing, doing, doing in the, in the teaching realm, the spiritual realm, and they'll experience burnout or they'll, they'll feel this duality of this is what I'm teaching, but I'm not really feeling this. What about some of the real darkness with some of those who have been teaching spirituality and healing? You know, I think the, the thing of it is is that we have a tendency in our search for answers, in our desperation for answers. You know, we set up spiritual teachers and gurus as having their whole act together, and, and, and we, I mean, we even call them enlightened. And some of these teachers even call themselves enlightened. Uh-huh. And, and, it's, and we totally lose track of the fact that they, too, are people just like us, human beings, Mm-hmm. who aren't enlightened, who are on this journey, and who are as deeply confused and frustrated as we are. They're, right. just, they're, just in a, they're just in a different place on the totem pole. And some of the, some of the you know, obviously to name no names, some of the very popular spiritual teachers that I have met and gotten to know they are deeply troubled souls, and you're right, they are deeply burned out because they have hit the wall, they've, they've got the answers, now they've solidified the answers because they're teaching the answers. Now uh-huh. they're stuck in their own identity as having the answers. Right. And right. they feel and they sense and they know in their heart and soul that they're not growing anymore. Mm-hmm. Or, and, or, it's, or it's such a glacial pace that they too are frustrated, but they can't drop the baton. Mm-hmm. And there's there's some there are there are many out there who actually will admit their own you know the foibles and and difficulties with their own journey. But um, yes, what I are. find fascinating is there are some out there who um, behind the scenes have real shadow sides. Like they treat mm-hmm. their staff their staff poorly. They you know they can be verbally abusive, and it's. And it's, you know, it's, it's just a small subset, but these are people who are greatly admired. And, and it's like there's, there, there's some problem here if those we are following um, have such shadows that they're not dealing with. Yeah, exactly. And they don't see it. You know, one of the things that I've realized about the whole spiritual journey from my own experience is that when I had the answers, and because I had all these amazing enlightenment experiences, which is a total misnomer because enlightenment is not an experience because having an experience means being a separate self, having an experience of something else. Yes, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I always have to go back and reiterate that. But, you know, because we get to this place where we think we know it all, we think we know it all, therefore we become convinced that we do really know. And 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 it's not a facade. It's we've genuinely pulled the wool over our own eyes. The mind is such a tricky, tricky thing. And perspective is such a tricky thing. And I, I think that's and I know for a fact if it's Christine, if you had called me up and, and asked me, you know, twelve years ago, I could have told you everything. <laughs> With absolute with absolute certitude. Uh-huh. And the further I go down this path now, realizing, number one, I'm not who I thought I was. Kate Montana is a figment of my mind that persists. Okay. Um, and, that, and that there are no, quote, unquote, answers. And, that, you know, and there's nothing I can do. It's kind of like, wow, you know, I may as well go to the beach. And I, and I don't mean that sarcastically. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden when, when we finally hit that place where we realize that everything we've set ourselves up in, and that includes, Christine, when, the, when, when my last book came out, the E-word, Ego, Enlightenment, and Other Essentials, mm-hmm. I was fast on the track of becoming one of these huge, big teachers. I was just, mm-hmm. that's what I was aiming for. And to make a very painful long story short, I, I hit the wall because I recognized that I had such ego involvement. Wow. And here I'd written a book about the ego. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Stripping it to the bone. And I had such a vested egoic interest in being a successful teacher. Mm-hmm. 
that I had to drop the whole bowl of wax because it was I was walking into one more ego trap, and I hadn't That's seen it. I actually was approached by a guy at my very first um, book signing was when the E-word came out, and uh-huh. he asked me. He looked at me and he, he said, "How?" He said, "Aren't you afraid of getting trapped by your ego in one more game?" And I had yeah. to. I had to. I was so asleep, Christine. I looked him right in the eye and I assured him that I was awake and that I knew what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm sure that that was painful because, um, I mean, it, it, clearly you've got gifts to share because, you know, as you are, you know, Kate in this life, you've been doing that. You've been writing important articles. You've been uh, writing insightful books. How do you balance being on a mission with not letting your ego be the driver. Um, I was on a, well, okay, here we go. This is so interesting, Christine, because here we come with layers of intention. Um, when I wrote the E word, I was on a mission. Uh-huh. I was going to write what I knew about the ego and that awakening that showed me what in, enlightenment is, the nature of it, blah, blah. Um, so I was on a mission, and then, but I have a larger, much larger mission, which is to jolly well wake up for good. That's my larger mission in life. What, so my larger again? mission what? in life canceled out my ego's mission to be out there. And I'm not saying that I won't be a teacher. I am a teacher. We're talking right now. We're teaching each other. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, but but it was like the the larger agenda took over and gave me the opportunity to see through the mirror of my own ego yet one more layer and yet one more layer. And what I've come to now is such an ease. I'm in such an easy place because I've let go my heart's desires, my ego's desires. Mm -hmm. And because I realized that most of my heart's desires were my ego's desires, I'd confused even that. And so I've finally gotten to the place just in, I, I swear to God, just in the last few months, Christine, where I don't feel driven by anything. I'm just here. I'm living in Hawaii. What an amazing choice that was. That was left field. But I'm just showing up with whatever shows up. I'm uh-huh. finally moving into that walking through the meadow and through the woods as the gatherer. Right. Gathering yep. life experiences, not looking to get anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And that has, Christine, I cannot tell you oh my god i'm getting cold chills i cannot tell you the weight of the world and my own ego has really dropped hugely mm-hmm. in just the last few months finally walking into that sweet place of just not caring anymore about being or doing or having or becoming anything and what you're talking about is letting go of the attachment it's yep that's something that i've been looking at like you know i i've, I've thought to myself am i getting lazy? Am I going the wrong direction? There are times when yeah. it's like, yeah, don't feel like writing anymore, or I don't feel like, you know, doing what I think I wanted to do. I'm going to go a different direction. And it's not yeah. about me being wishy-washy. It's me being honest with myself about, I really, you know, when I let go of attachment, that's not important. Or yeah. this, if I let go of attachment to that, this is what's really important. That. Yeah. Yeah. I know, because what was isn't now if yeah. we give ourselves half a chance. <laughs> yeah. And, and that, it, that's just brilliant. That's exactly what it is, Christine. And it's funny because um, I'm working on an online course right now, and um, it really surprises me the direction that I've gone because I, I work in the consciousness realm, right? And yet mm-hmm. I, I sort of ask myself on a regular basis, ask the, the powers that be, the universal intelligence, whatever you want to call it, um, how can I help? And all of a sudden it hit me one day, I need to teach people how to be effective um, radio and podcast guests because I've got the know-how, the experience, and the teaching skills. And it's like, but that's not in the consciousness realm. Yes, I could help people <laughs> in the consciousness realm, but no, that's, that's not a part of, well, you know, when I let go of attachment, that's an important part of my direction, important part of my path. And it's like, Okay, whatever, I'll do it. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's exactly it. It's like I have no idea where I'm going to end up now, Christine. Yeah. It's not that I and I and I love what you said about you know you worry about feeling lazy because you know you're just not driven anymore. 
Uh-huh. And it's like, and yet it's, it's a whole, at the same time, it's like the biggest, most delicious relief in your life that you're not yeah. driven anymore. And it's a trust, <laughs> in, a trust in the flow of life as well. Yeah. 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 And we have to go to something a... will show up. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That, that gatherers honey, strawberry or, or young tender greens or something along the way, and we don't exactly know what we're going to find, but it does arrive. We have to go to another quick break, but when we return, uh, we'll continue this conversation. This is Peggy Snow, practitioner at Stellar Reflections, with a Stellar Reflections Minute. So many people these days are trying to find ways to relieve their stress. What happens to our breathing when we're feeling overwhelmed and stress? When we tune in, we realize that we're either holding our breath or taking very shallow breath. To signal the body that all is well, which most of the time it is, Sometimes all that is needed is a nice, deep breath to break the cycle. First, exhale to get all the stale air out by engaging the abdominal muscles and blowing gently. Next, take a nice, full breath in, feeling it fill your body all the way down to your hips. Release fully and enjoy the freedom of movement. Notice how your body feels. Do you feel refreshed? Calmness is only a breath away. This has been a Stellar Reflections Minute. For more information about what we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Are you willing to challenge everything you've been taught about life and death? Join Angie Corbett Kuyper on her hit show, Beyond Grief Radio. Redefining loss and grief as Angie shares through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that creating anything is possible, even in death. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information or to listen to past shows, visit AngieCorbettKuyper.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, Clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. Welcome back to the Christine Upchurch Show here on KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. You know, Kate, during the break, you and I have great conversations on the break, too. Um, we were talking about how when you get to middle age, you get to a certain age, you start to look at life differently because you recognize, even though we recognize it sort of cognitively when we're younger, because at this point where, where we feel how life is, is quite finite. And we can either respond to that by, you know, going after more goals like a hunter, like got to hurry up and finish these things of life, or we can take a different approach. What's your perspective on this? Um, I have, when I turned 60, that totally freaked me out because my mother died at 67. So all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I have seven years left. Oh, so, oh wow. I mean, that was just an unconscious. I think a lot of us sure. go there, you know, we so a lot of us go there. And so I spent the first five years of that seven years doing exactly that. I got to finish my goals. I got to do this book. I got to be a success. I've got to la, 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 la. Uh And it's been the last two years since I hit the wall and recognized that I was seriously still chasing my 35 year old agenda at 65 
Mm-hmm. And I, it had never made me happy. It had never made me happy. Mm, wow. And so all of a sudden it was like, well, maybe I should just drop that agenda. It is my ego's agenda, after all, to be a success yeah. and to inform everybody right. about what I know. <laughs> and, right. and, and, but, but, and so the last two years have been, again, this, this dropping into the wander, the more feminine the more receptive, the more totally present with life, wandering through the meadows, gatherer perspective, gathering life, mm-hmm. to yeah. me, savoring it richly, drawing to me new experiences that I never could have plotted from my ego, more masculine hunter perspective, my dream perspective. Give it, give us an example of something that's oh my, been. Sort of welcomed into your life by shifting how you're approaching life. I was absolute to, as I say, to be the spiritual teacher and do this a very aggressive marketing campaigns for my books, etc. And when uh-huh. I dropped that, I wandered. I wandered for a year, or actually a year and a half, looking for a place to live because I just dropped it all. Well, all of a sudden, out of left field, somebody, a friend, invited me to visit Maui. I came here. I'd never once in my life even thought about even visiting Hawaii. I didn't care uh-huh. about Hawaii. Uh-huh. I came here, and Maui pulled me into her heart and core and said, you come to be with me. You come to Mama Maui, and you rest here. Mm-hmm. And I came here, and this has been a magical experience. So if I'm looking out the window at this astounding rainbow from the south shore to the north shore covering all of West Maui, and it's just, it has taken me into the depths of this feminine relaxation, this tropical ease and a graciousness of living in a slow way that I would never have allowed myself on the mainland, which is part of the gift of my letting go, my ego's obsession with having to accomplish anything so that I can open up and be slow enough and present enough and happy enough and relaxed enough to let life itself in the door and show me what else there is that I haven't been seeing. Because I've been so fixated in my obsession to get somewhere. And, you know, Kate, I love the way you talk about letting life in, because I think that part of our pursuit has been very, um, very compartmentalized. It's like we need to, we need to pursue our spirituality you know, oh, we need to balance our spirituality with this and this. You know, it's like, really, it's about embracing it all, which may mean, you know, finding your way into a, a restaurant with yummy food or running into a friend and laughing, or it may be having a transcendent experience. But it's, it's about life, capital L, as opposed to life compartmentalized into subcategories. Yeah. And life is all about me accomplishing X, Y, and Z and getting to yeah. the finish line. Yeah. And then I'm exactly. at the finish line and I look back and I go, oh, my God, that was another life wasted. And I thought it was uh-huh. in such hot pursuit. Of- <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I, I get that. Life along the way. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's just astounding, Christine. And I'm so grateful for the perspective of having gone through this, this frenzy and, uh-huh. and lived long enough to come out the other side yeah <laughs> so it's amazing Kate in a in like two minutes or less how do you think this our individual sort of spiritual burnout um uh, is going to influence the collective I think it's a good thing because I think when we when we hit when we hit the wall burnout's about hitting the wall mm-hmm. and when we hit the wall we realize that what we were doing wasn't working yeah so you know some people will obviously stay in the in the depression of the burnout and or you know kind of flail back into the past and try to keep massaging what they were doing that wasn't working and then then life just kind of like is this dribbling on your that to the end mm-hmm. some people will hit the wall of burnout and will experience whatever they pain they experience there but then the realization is that this wasn't working what a gift to realize that something hasn't been working. And then we, then the door opens. Uh-huh. Then the opportunities 
flow in for us to have, if we just simply ask for, well, if that wasn't working, well, what, what will open me up? What, what will enable this life to flower? Because right. we are here as pieces of life to flower and blossom. And, ju- you know, I hate talking in cliches, but cliches are cliches because they're so doggone true, mm-hmm. is you, you cannot force a rose to bloom. Right. And you it, can't force a daisy to be a rose. No. And it does it naturally. So, you know, this, so asking the question, what is my natural state? What does my natural being want? Not my idea about who I am, not my idea about what I need, not my idea about who I'm supposed to be uh-huh. and look like and have, but what is that natural state? What is my natural state? What does mm-hmm. it want? Yeah. How, it brings us ease. How can you power? Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. This is fascinating, and um, I think it's a really important topic. Thank you for joining me coming out of the closet about this. And um, I want you to share with our listeners how they can connect with you. Absolutely. My website, www.katemontana.com, or Facebook, uh, therealkatemontana.com, or Montana Kate. (laughs) Okay. Okay, great. And, um, you know, I, I think that um, many people are facing this right now, and I am grateful that you're willing to state your truth about this. And I think that this is an important next step in our evolution, and, and coming out of the closet is an important piece of this, um, and you had some great suggestions. So thank you, Kate, for joining us here today. Oh, Christine, thank you for asking me on the show. And thank you for joining us here today. I look forward to talking to you again soon. If you want to share this archive, go to christineupchurch.com. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey. Each week, this show engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW AM 1150 and TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about the transformative healing work of Christine, visit www.StellarReflections.com. And for weekly topics, visit www.TransformationTalkRadio.com. Transformation Talk Radio.com.